Oh, it's week 16 and we've just about had enough. But the preview's here and the gang's all here. Smithy's here. He got his lock right last week and he's headed into some fantastic form. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm always good. Uh, excited to talk about the NFL. We are getting right into the good stuff. So um, exciting times. Mate, it absolutely is. TD is here who is expecting the restraining order from Zach Taylor tomorrow. How are you, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. It'll be better when that restraining order doesn't come. No, it, if it gets lost in the mail, we're not going to complain. That's what <laughs> I say. And as always, I'm Daz, and uh, I actually had a bit of trouble this morning, fellas. The missus and I had an argument, which is not what you want, but um, she had a bit of a sleep in, which is fine. That's not the issue, but I thought I'd do the right thing when I'd go to the bathroom and I'd pee on the side of the bowl not to make noise because I'm a compassionate and loving man. Admittedly, it shouldn't have been in a cereal, but I guess... The whole thing that we about this just wrong ball is all Janelle. <laughs> Smithy looks genuinely disgusted. <laughs> that is so fucked. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, speaking of fucked, the Pro Bowl results are in, and we're not going to dissect the whole teams, but we're going to go through our favorite selection who isn't on a team that we support. And the biggest snub, and we'll go in the eventual lock order. So, Smithy, you can go first, mate. Who was your favorite selection? Uh, Max Crosby from the Las Vegas Raiders was my favorite selection. The bloke was in rehab two years ago for um, alcohol addiction and substance abuse. So, to see him uh, get over that, become a better version of himself, and uh, get to a really high level of play on the field and earn a Pro Bowl selection um, watching his interview after he found out was just awesome stuff. So really happy for Max Crosby. He deserves it and all the best for him in the game and, and for the rest of his career, really. Yeah, I love it. TD, what about you? Uh, I've gone with Jamar Chase. I think he's had such a good rookie season. Uh, and, you know, it, it's pretty common now that a few rookies get into these kind of games because it is uh, obviously fan voted. But, um, he's been a little inconsistent the last few weeks, but I, I think he's had a really good season and played well enough to be in the Pro Bowl, and I'm, I'm happy to see him there. Yeah, I love it. I've actually gone to rookie as well, Rashawn Slater, who, when he was drafted, some thought that he was kind of that player that some people thought he fell, some people thought he was taken too early, but he's landed in the right spot, and he's genuinely dominating, which we love to see. Smithy, who was your biggest snub? Josh Allen. And oh, fuck, here we go. I know that. I knew that was the response I was going to get. Because, yes, I picked him to be MVP. So you guys might be thinking that there is an invested interest there and a bit of bias, but I've got some statistics for you. I'm going to be comparing Josh Allen, who missed a quarterback spot in the AFC, to Lamar Jackson's season, who got a quarterback spot in the AFC. Mm -hmm. And you tell me which numbers are better. Okay. So Josh Allen on the season, 35 total touchdowns, 31 passing and four rushing. 3,734 passing yards, 11 interceptions. So that's Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson, who did make it, 18 total touchdowns, 17 less, 16 passing touchdowns, 15 less, two rushing touchdowns, two less, 2,882 passing yards, which is nearly 1,000 passing yards less than Josh Allen, and he's thrown two more interceptions. How the bloody hell does that make sense? And played less games too, Lamar. Less game time. So, so I'm I'm bitterly confused about that. Um, I'm confused. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So, I know what people are going to say, but um, yeah. yeah, I think Josh Allen was stooged out of a spot this year. 
Bang, there we go. I like it. And the stats to back it up. What about you, TD? Who was the biggest snub? I'll just touch on that one quickly. Um, um, I, I think he's. I think he's right. Uh, no, I, we're not about agreeing with each other on this. One. That's <laughs> I, that's not what we're for. I'm obviously it's fan voted, so there's people in there that are going to be um, probably on players that are going to just get a spot, and I think that's what's happened with Lamar. And and on those stats, Lamar's doing it with a, a good running game and a good offensive line, and Josh Allen doesn't have any of those. So um, I think those stats are, are really good by Smithy, but mine. Um, is an offensive player on the Chiefs. It is centre Creed Humphrey. Um, you know, he, he didn't make the Pro Bowl. He's a rookie. Um, and I think he's one of, if not the best centre in the league, not just the AFC, and he didn't get a spot. Um, you know, I, I think if he wasn't a rookie, he gets selected easily. Uh, it's not a sexy position centre, but he's a centre in, in one of the most uh, explosive passing games and and a very high volume of passes as well and it's so hard to just step right in as a rookie at that position you know he doesn't make errors he, he makes his blocks he's really good run blocking as well and I was pretty shocked to see him not uh be picked in the pro Bowl. I'm sure he will in the future but yeah this season I was shocked yeah I I agree with that as well I know Daz is gonna hate that we're agreeing but oh, um, not, I've had a guffle frankly not that I always agree with PFF and their system but um, he's actually PFF's first ranked center in the entire NFL and he didn't make the Pro Bowl. So that goes to show that what TD is saying is completely correct. Jeepers. Now, I just need to confirm uh, that I've got the right player. No, that's AFC. That, 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 this is awkward. How good is this going for Dazzling? Um, no, that's AFC. I just want to make sure I've got the right player to compare here. He's, bring, he's bringing the quality no, of the show down. No, I am. I'm, we, he's TD, had five minutes. I'm, TD <laughs> and I have genuinely ripped the piss out of our two. And yeah, no, I've got is it. It is the right player. No, I've got it. Relax. You don't have okay. to pad. That's fine. It's pretty shit padding too, by the way. But listen to this. Now, I've got a big issue with Alvin Kamara making the Pro Bowl because there's a bloke called Leonard Fournette who has genuinely ripped the piss out of this year. And if you compare the two, Smithy, you did it with Josh Allen and um, Lamar Jackson. Uh, Fournette has 144 more rushing yards on the year. One more yard per carry, 116 more receiving yards and two more scrimmage touchdowns and didn't make it. That's... That's not good enough from uh, from my point of view. And I didn't want to say he went in over someone that wasn't the right player, so that's why I had to check it was Kamara. But, yeah, Leonard Fournette was uh, desperately unlucky, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Jeez, that's a lot of Kamara, Kamara is such a game changer, though. So, um, But, yeah, I see where you're coming from. All right, Me too. Big all Fournette right. fan, so, you know, I would have loved to have seen him in. So, yeah, it looks like we're all agreeing. Yeah, that, which is not what we want. That's why we get to the tips uh, straight away. Hopefully, we kick it off with tomorrow, 12.20 p.m. I don't know why I'm suddenly starting to stay the time, but that's where it's at. Melbourne time. We've got the Titans and the 49ers. Looking forward to this one immensely. Uh, I feel like the Titans season, I mean, it's not 100% on the line numbers-wise, but it feels like it's on the line in this game from an outsider's point of view. TD, what do you think? Yeah, uh, it's not on the on the line, I guess, because they're nine and five. Um, and, you know, if they lose, they'll be nine and six and, and still probably in the playoffs after this week, if they do lose. So it's a good spot. They do have a handy in a game or, or two lead in the division as well. So I don't think it's must win for them. Um, but in a sense, it kind of is because they do need a win. Uh, you know, they're obviously a lot's been said about 
them being one team with Derrick Henry. They've lost Derrick Henry. Now they're a different team. The run game has looked a little bit better, but it's obviously not uh, the same as, you know, when they've got the Derrick Henry in that game, uh, in the team, sorry. Uh, this one's, you know, it's really hard to pick. I think from the outside looking in, you look at the game and you say, oh, the 49ers, they're on a roll. You want to pick them. But Tennessee are at home. Uh, you know, it's, for me, it's a, it's a coin flip game, but I'm going to go with the 49ers. Smithy, if anyone ever asks that's not as, you know, up to date, as especially you two are on the NFL, just how good Derrick Henry is, he's missed all the games that he has and he still has the fourth most rushing yards in the league. It's genuinely insane just what this man brings, doesn't it? Beyond ridiculous, um, the dominance. And it's not so much dominance in terms of his skill set. It's just sheer volume. Mm. That's all it is. Just the amount of volume that they give this man um, on a weekly basis is ridiculous. So um, he's definitely sorely missed from this offense. And that's why I'm picking the 49ers. I just haven't seen enough out of Tennessee's offense without Derrick Henry to put my full faith in them. Uh, and as I said in the in the review of, of week 15, if I could buy the stock of any NFL team at the moment, I'd be buying the 49ers stock because I think they're just on an upwards trajectory. So, um, yeah, I'd give me the 49ers. If there's – well, Smithy, you're buying the stock in a franchise. I'm buying the stock in a player, and that's Jimmy G, who's genuinely taking the piss. He has a 90-plus passer rating in six of his last seven, and he's not being spoken about, I think, A, because he's Jimmy G, and B, the Niners are kind of flying under the radar at the moment, but they're one of those teams that won't uh, win their division but could genuinely be dangerous in the playoffs, and I think they get it done. Over the Titans, let's move on to the Packers and the Browns. And, Smithy, I don't think there's a team that we've rated better this season than the Browns because we warned everyone how overrated they were. And some things in their control, some things outside of their control, as we know. But if we look at the intangibles and the things they can control, they flopped, in my opinion. Yeah, beautifully said. Um, We really did nail it. And I think... um, it wasn't so much that people were overrating them. I think they were overhyping them. Mm. Um, I think yeah, there was just there, there was so much buzz around Cleveland. They're finally good. They won a playoff game. They've added to their squad, but um, we were more cautious than others, and, and it paid off for us. I think the Packers win this game quite easily because there's just so much going on in Cleveland at the moment. They've got a lot of people out with the COVID protocols, which is never ideal, but. Um, the Packers are just rolling, and and we've said it all year. Um, they've sort of slid under the radar because they're not winning sexy. Um, they're winning close games. They're probably playing down to their opposition at times as well, um, not beating bad teams by a lot, and that's why they don't get spoken about as much. But they're probably the most consistent team in the NFL this year. They, apart from that week one um, monstrosity against New Orleans, they really haven't had a down game. So mm. I'm more than happy to put my trust in Green Bay. Yeah, they're a bit like dazzling at the moment. They're doing very well, but oof, it ain't pretty to look at, let me tell you. TD, let's touch on the Packers, <laughs> yeah. actually. That's a mean joke to laugh at, but the the Packers are the best team in the league for mine, and I think this game is only going to extend that, so I'm going to pick the Packers. What about you? Yeah, me too. Um, there's three games left in the season, and, and it'd be a you know, hard for me to pick against the Packers, mm. uh, no matter who they play. But I think they've they've got what the Browns, the Vikings, who they've already lost to. I think that game's at home for the Packers, and they've got the Lions. They 
they they should win out. Um, it's really hard to say they will because obviously the NFL very hard to keep winning. But um, yeah, they should win this game. The Browns have been up and down all season. Uh, you know, it, what else can you say about them? You guys said it perfectly. There was a lot of hype around them. You know, Cleveland fans probably buy into that hype, and you know, it's been another letdown. Um, clearly better than where they were a couple of years ago. So that's good for them. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been playing incredibly. I think he's now the favourite in the MVP. If, you know, if you're going to bet on that or looking at the odds, I think he's the favourite or equal favourite with Brady. For me, I think I would go Brady ahead of him. But, you know, other people see that differently. But, yeah, I don't see the Packers having an issue here. It's, you know, going to be at home. No, it's hard to pick against them. Oh, yeah, I think they're even now, but I think Aaron will win it in the end. Let's move on. We've done a lot of agreeing so far. It's starting to worry me. But uh, the Cardinals and the Colts are up next, fellas. And for mine, this is the kind of game that I think everyone's going to go straight to the Colts because of how bad the Cardinals were last week. You guys know that I like the psychology of sport, and I think that a team that gets embarrassed comes back and dominates the next week. So I'm going the Cardinals straight off the back. Smitty, how do you see this one? Because the Colts have been very good lately. I'm also going the Cardinals for pretty much pretty much the exact same reasons. It's a bit like me picking the Colts last week because I picked against the Patriots because I thought they were playing too good to be true. And um, they had to come crashing back to earth at some point. They Mm. did. I think it, this exact same thing is going to happen to the Colts this week after doing it to the Patriots. I think they'll be, you know, up, they'll be high, they'll be feeling good, they'll be coming into this game thinking, geez, Arizona just got blown out to Detroit. How easy is this going to be? I feel like this could be a game where Arizona come out and say, oh, look, we're, we're trying not to be the same team as we were the last few years. We're actually going to um, put up a fight at the end of the season and, and really cement ourselves in the playoff race. So uh, I agree with you. I think Arizona are a pretty good shout here. Bang, what do you reckon, TD? Are you jumping on the Colts bandwagon or are you taking a step back? Uh, I don't know. I might flip the coin here and and pick off that. It's, uh, you know, the Cardinals at home, that's an advantage for them. I think this game will come down to Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, he obviously hasn't or didn't see much action last week. The week before, he didn't see much either. I think looking here, he's had 34 pass attempts in his last two games combined, which, you know, that's not a bad thing for a quarterback. Obviously, you're in a good position if you haven't had to throw the ball that much, but this might be a game where their defense can't really contain the Cardinals, who did, um, you know, obviously didn't look good last week. There was no DeAndre Hopkins. We'll see if that kind of fixes up in this game. But if the Cardinals can score, you know, some more points, it puts the pressure on Carson Wentz. I don't know if that passing attack is good enough, and that's why I'm going to pick the Cardinals at home. Bang, there we go. Not a lot of love for the Colts, but loving what they're doing at the moment. Let's move on to the Falcons and the Lions. It's not the prettiest game on paper. It might be one of those tip and move on games. There was no doubt that the Lions were impressive last week. And Atlanta are that team that I don't think I've picked correctly in any game this year. So I might let you two fight it out and then decide off that. So TD, what do you reckon? Uh, I think if you're just on the outside looking in, you look at Detroit last week, see that they beat Arizona and you you look at um, Atlanta and you kind of go, oh, you know, I might pick Detroit here because, you know, the way they've been playing is pretty good. But I think Atlanta are dual win. They are at home. They do have good players, especially on offense. And I think this could be a game where they kind of put a few things together and and score a bit of points on offense and have one of those games. Uh, 
where you see a team like this towards the end of the year just clicks really well and scores a lot of points. So uh, this game could be close, but I think Atlanta have too much firepower on offense. Smithy, it's one of those ones where you're thinking, surely the Falcons win, but every time we've said that this year, they've um, not gone well. So what do you think? This is the Kyle Pitts game. Mark my words, he is going to have 125-plus yards and multiple touchdowns. The Lions do not have anyone who can cover this man, so I expect Matt Ryan to spoon-feed him for the whole game. Um, The Lions were great last week, but young sides, inconsistency is a big one. So um, I feel like they could could go back to their old selves this week and Atlanta could win this one pretty comfortably. Yeah, I like it. Beautiful stuff. I'm going to go the Falcons as well. We've got the Bengals and the Ravens up next. And the uh, the Ravens are almost limping to the finish line. They're still in the playoff hunt, as we know. The Bengals, they're going okay. They've been the team that we've sort of uh, jumped on for reasons. Oh, Jesus, I dropped my microphone. Apologies for that uh, audio there. But I like the Bengals in this one. The Ravens, <laughs> they're limping at the moment. And it's really I'll... funnier than any joke you've ever said. Appreciate that. Um <laughs> <laughs> Well, fuck you. As far as I'm concerned, I'm going the Bengals. What the fuck do you think? Yeah, well, um, sorry about that, Daz. But I think for the Bengals here, if they win this game, they could just about lock up the division. I know they technically won't because all these teams still have to play each other over the next couple of weeks. Uh, But, you know, just looking at this game, I think if the Bengals can get their passing attack right against a weak Ravens secondary, um, they're going to score enough points to win. And on the other hand, you know, I haven't really heard if Lamar Jackson's back for this game, but you know if he is, is he going to be good enough to you know score some points? Uh, Baltimore are desperate for a win. They've had three straight losses from memory, uh, and if they can't win this game, you know it could be looking at season over. I think I'm going to go with the Bengals at home. I, I think their passing attack is too explosive, and um, you know I really like Jamar Chase to have a big game. He obviously had a really quiet one. Last week, if he can get behind a couple of those Ravens defenders, he could have a really big game. Yeah, it could be a genuine massive one. Smithy, what do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm starting to hate how much we're agreeing <laughs> yeah. because I really like what, what TD said about Jamar Chase exposing the secondary. I think the Ravens secondary is as beat up and talent depleted as it ever it has ever been. Um since I've been following the NFL as well, they've always had a really strong secondary, but injuries and COVID have really derailed their secondary and they've got practice squad players uh, coming up. Last week, they genuinely double teamed Devontae Adams uh, before the snap pretty much every play. So he didn't have that big of an impact, but the Bengals have three really impactful receivers in Jamar Chase, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. So if you double team and put the attention on one of them, the other two are going to shine. So I like the Bengals to put up a lot of points in this game. I think Joe Burrow is going to go crazy. And yeah, I, I think that the Ravens need a second buy more than any team at the moment. They are just really struggling. Yeah, they really are. So Bengals across the board. Surely we're going to get some differences in there somewhere. The Vikings and the Rams are up next in uh, Smithy. You're uh, beautiful enigma in Kirk Cousins needs to uh, put up a big fight here because the Rams are humming along just beautifully after a mid-year slump. 
yeah, the Rams defense is back and, gee, they've got a gift. They've got a Christmas gift waiting under the tree with uh, Kirk Cousins waiting for them. Oh, boy. Uh, his interception last week is one of the most egregious things I've seen on a football field. Um, I think that the Rams defense is going to absolutely feast this game and make life very difficult for the Enigma himself. The Vikings have two pro bowlers on offense in Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. So you've always got to be wary of them to put up points, but um, I think the Rams are just playing too good. Uh, I mentioned Cooper Cup's historic season um, on track to be the first person uh, to beat. uh, Sorry, I'm going to start that again. He's on track to beat Steve Smith's uh, mark of um, most receptions, yards, and touchdowns in the same season. And he's also on track to beat Calvin Johnson's single-season receiving yards record. Um, at, the, at the rate he's on, he will have, I think, 19 more yards than Megatron did. So uh, he would move to number one on that list, and the year he's having is just ridiculous. So watch for him to go off again. Needs 113 yards average per game to break the record. His last four games, he's averaging 128. So he's definitely on He's going to have an extra game as well. That's incredible from Kelvin Johnson. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Just as the ghost swings my door open there in the background. <laughs> but uh, this has got upset alert, but I don't have the balls to pick the Vikings. It's, Do it. I'm, I'm leading the tips. Do it. And I kind of want to keep it that way. And this is just peer pressure now. Mother warned me about this in high school. No, I'm not doing it. Rams win for mine. Let's move on to the AFC East showdown. The Patriots. No, you don't want to get Bills. TD's tip. No, not you really. Don't, you don't. No, not <laughs> after what he said earlier. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> uh, whoever he puts in ESPN, that's who he's tipping in this game. Now go on, TD. In a word, who are you picking? Uh, we, that's you said that's the right. your word. Ah, cool. Interesting. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you said it really well before when. Um, it uh, could be upset alert. I think every game with Minnesota is upset alert because they're so up and down, but I think I like the Rams in this game. I like how he really understands the brief of one word, Smithy, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He na- nails the concept. <laughs> short, sharp. It's a scene from now, man. So the AFC East showdown, the Patriots and the Bills. Um, this is a weird game for me because... Smitty- I'll give one word on this game. Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you three. Fuck the Patriots if you're TD in this case. As a Dolphins fan, if the Bills win this game and the Dolphins win all three of their remaining games, we are 99.2% chances to make the playoffs. So I kind of need to go for the Bills in this game, but I'm not actually going to tip them because as a Dolphins fan, I expect disappointment. And when I need the Patriots to do something for me, they never do it. So Patriots for mine very selfishly. Smithy, how do you see the uh, AFC East blockbuster? Surprise, surprise, I'm tipping the Bills. Oh, man, um, I'm sh- I am shocked. Yeah, I know, I know. People have probably spat out their drinks or something oh, uh, hearing that statement. electrician, mate. I'm in a state of shock. Goodness, man. Yeah, but um, literally, I, th- I just can't see them getting swept by the Patriots this year. Obviously, the, the snow game uh, a few weeks ago, they took the loss, but I just feel like they have way more to play for here. If, if they lose this game, Buffalo... They are a serious chance of missing the playoffs. Um, so they really have to win this game, and I think that factor gets them over the top. All right, TD, anything to add before we move on? Well, uh, I I really did want to pick the Patriots no, in this you game. Just, That's a damn fucking no, I really did just to kind of you know ease things with the Patriots fans that hate me, but I think the fact that um, they did win the last one 
and Mac Jones only had to throw the ball three times. I think he's going to have to throw a little bit more than that. Um, and, and I don't know, you know if this game is a close one, if he's going to make enough throws to uh, compete with Josh Allen, um, although he has been you know, up and down this season. But yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to pick the Bills here. Yeah, Patriots for mine, just because I'm used to disappointment. Um, <laughs> fellas, I had a look in the medicine cabinet the other day and found out that I've actually run out of sleeping pills, but I figured I've got a solution and it's watching the Jets and the Jags. That is going to put Dazzling right to sleep. So I feel like this is going to be a quick one here, a battle of who's worse. Jacksonville seem like the worst team for me, but I'm actually going to pick them. Surprise, surprise. TD, what do you reckon? No, I can't pick the Jaguars. Um, After what, last week? <laughs> even as bad as the Jets are, um, you know, the Jaguars, probably the only two games they've been favoured in, maybe apart from this one, have been against the Texans and they've lost both in double digits. So it's really hard to trust them. You know, I, these kind of games earlier in the year, I was excited to see how Trevor Lawrence is going, but he's not getting enough help. Um, you know, he would probably end up with another 180 passing yards and zero touchdown passes. Uh uh, yeah, it doesn't make me feel good that I'm picking the Jets, but I, I just can't pick the Jags. It's, we can hear the therapists all around the country scribble stuff down about the Jets there. Beautiful. Smithy, what do you reckon? Jets, and I don't want to talk about this game, so let's move on. Rightio. Eagles and the Giants and uh, the NFC East now turning up. Smithy, the Eagles are that team that are they're not playing pretty at the moment, but they're playing good enough and probably deserve that uh, last wild card spot, but it's this, these kind of games that they need to win, and they have struggled to win the uh, the ones that they're massively favoured in. Yeah, they lost to the Giants just before the bye, so um, you know, and we even, I, even though I tipped the Giants in that game, not a lot of people expected them to drop that because they'd been playing so good, um, and I'm Definitely tipping the Eagles in this one. The Giants, I said before that Baltimore probably need a second buy more than any other team in the NFL. The Giants are right behind them because <laughs> it has just gone to absolute shit in New York um, with the big blue. They've got injuries galore. The team is so dysfunctional, and I can't see them beating the Philadelphia Eagles twice in the same season. So uh, fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah, the Eagles are going well. I'm winning the tips right now, but I still think the Giants putting themselves on IR could be the best prediction I've done all season. TD, what do you think about this game, Matt? Yeah, I um, I really wanted to lock this game. I, I didn't think it would be uh, – I didn't think Eagles would be that big a favourite in this game, but they are, so I can't lock them. But, you know, this is one of the games I talked about in the last uh, show. You just look at and you go, oh, this is a game I really want to lock the Eagles – in, I think it's a good spot. They've already lost to them. It's it's very rare that you um, get swept in NFC East games or division games, like we always say, but especially by a team that's worse than you. Uh, I think this is a really good spot for the Eagles, and it's a really big advantage considering they won that game against Washington last week. Obviously, they were on the same record. They win this one, or they win last week. They get this game here. If they win that, they're in a really good spot considering Washington have to play Dallas this week. And I think if they can win here, they would be feeling good about making the playoffs. Yeah, I think they will be as well. Let's move on to the Tampa Bay and Carolina absolute blockbuster that's going down. It's going to be difficult to pick one here. Smithy, Tom Brady before last week had been shut out twice. Um, and in the two and in the follow-up games, he averaged 403 passing yards and three touchdowns. So Tampa by 30 in this one. Yeah, I think Tom Brady could um, 
break the monkeys out of the Tampa Bay Zoo and put them in uniform and, and he'd still be able to throw five touchdown passes in this one. Um, I have absolutely no confidence in the Panthers keeping this close at all. I don't care how many injuries the Bucks have on offense. They are winning this game. It's as simple as that. Yeah, Tampa are winning this one pretty easily, TD. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm very tempted to pick the Panthers just because <laughs> I, I feel like This is like why Bucks, he's losing the tips. He, oh, likes, he likes the Panthers more than I do at the <laughs> yeah. moment, which I never thought I'd say. I do feel like the Bucks are going to drop a game in the next couple of weeks, uh, but I, I can't see it being this one. But I actually wouldn't be shocked if it was, but I'm going to pick the Bucks. Well, they play the Panthers twice in the next three weeks, so just save that tip for the second I was going to say... Uh, the Panthers will beat the Bucks in in one of their meetings for the rest of the year, but uh, just looking at that Panthers team, uh, sorry, Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let's move on to the Texans and the Chargers. And uh, shout out to my man, fully loaded, for making the Pro Bowl starter um, for the AFC. And it's vindication for me, not in this podcast, but amongst Dolphins fans who. Uh, I love Fully Loaded, and it doesn't seem like any other Dolphins fans do because he's seen as the quarterback we passed on, but surely it'd be, if you wanted Herbert that badly, you'd blame the bloke that picked Tua. But anyway, that's neither here nor there, but he's dominating this year. Uh, Smithy thought that his arm should be amputated and shouldn't play the game again at some point during the year, so it's good to see that he's come back as the best AFC quarterback, and he should do illegal things on the Texans. Don't you agree, Teddy? Yeah, I do. It's a bad matchup for the Texans. I think uh, he could have a really good game. Uh, and it could be one of them games where we see a Chargers backup quarterback, you know, in the fourth quarter. They, they might do that much damage in the first three quarters that there's no point having the starters on for the fourth quarter. So ugly viewing for uh, Texans fans, I think, and it's at home for them. So mm. you know, if, if you're in Houston, uh, I wouldn't be going to the game. You could say they have a problem, mate. The fact you missed that was appalling by you. Smithy, I think at one point you said that fully loaded should play left-handed just to make sure that he knows how to play this game properly. He might actually do that in this game and they'd still win. If people haven't listened to that episode <laughs> and they think that I actually think that about him, yeah, I'm going to sound like the biggest dick in the world. But well, um, that's, well, I'm, I can only tell the people what we're thinking. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Houston have a problem in this one, to be honest. Uh, the Chargers are going to roll into town and roll out with a big fat W. Um, the only bright spot for the Houston offense is Brandon Cooks, Cooks. and I'm pretty sure he's on IR, so um, he's yeah. done for the year. I think at the end of the year, sorry. Yeah, well, it's safe to say that's happening. <laughs> so uh, Houston can wave goodbye to another great talent, and they can hold this L this week. Yeah, they absolutely can. Let's move on to the Seahawks and the Bears, and this game for me is one of those games where the two teams in it aren't really going anywhere this year, but I'm actually really looking forward to it, and I think Russ is going... You know, I think he's going better than the haters thinks he is. I don't think he's going as well as the people that love him uh, is going. He's sort of sipping in that, sitting in that happy little medium. And I'm not 100% sure who to pick in this one. Uh, fuck it. I'll go the Bears. I'll back Smithy's man, Justin Fields, in, in this one. TD, what do you reckon? Yeah, well, now that you know, the Seahawks are done for the year, I don't know what Russell Wilson we're going to get. Obviously, in my opinion, he's a, he's a bit of a up-and-down character. Uh, but really good player, but you know we've never really seen him in a position. Why do you where hate he... Russell Wilson? That's I do like Russell Wilson, but That's you know, just as a as a guy, you know, you, you look at his interviews and they're the most boring interviews <laughs> of all time. If you ever watch a Russell Wilson interview, you know he just says the, the exact right thing every yeah. single time. He doesn't go, you know, he just 
you know, he's obviously gone to fucking media school or wherever they go and he's studied that book really well. But um, I, I, the Seahawks season's over. I like Justin Fields. I'm going to pick the Bears as well. I'm convinced he hates him now. That's where I'm at. I don't like <laughs> Russell Wilson. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks. But that's that, that that's way too defensive. He's straight off the bat. <laughs> Smithy, you've got to break this tie. I, I think he's just covering now. He's not a fan. I, uh, well, considering the amount of shit you've given me about one Justin Herbert quote, I know that you blow <laughs> things out of proportion. So I'm back in TD. And, no, um, but I'm going against you in tipping this game. Uh, I wanted to tip the Bears, but it's in Seattle. And it's not an easy place for a rookie quarterback to play, no matter how bad the Seahawks are. That crowd is going to show up and it's going to be loud. So for that fact and that fact only, I'm going to tip Seattle. That's it. So what I learned from this chat is TD thinks Russell Wilson should play in the Canadian League. So good luck to Russ with his oh, future. <laughs> Let's move on to Arrowhead. The Chiefs are up against the Steelers and we kind of gave the Steelers a bit of shit because they're they're winning ugly, which is obviously a lot better than losing gracefully. But the the Chiefs are rolling, and on paper, it looks like an easy game to tip. Smithy, what do you reckon? Yeah, pretty easy. Um, the Steelers have been causing a little bit of mayhem um, in those results over the last few weeks, obviously with Baltimore and then uh, Tennessee last week. But uh, the Chiefs are on fire at the moment, and uh, TD sold them again in the review. So, so they're going to win this game by 65 points. I'm pretty convinced by it. So Chiefs all the way. Yeah, Chiefs all the way for mine as well, TD. Uh, I'll probably prove why I'm losing the tipping here. Oh, no. Oh, I, think, <laughs> I think... Why do you uh, hate Kansas City? I really like Kansas City, but I think they've been really hot. I think one of the two things is going to happen. They're going to win out the rest of the year and finish with the number one seed, or they're going to drop a game like this and someone else will take the one seed. Uh, you know, the Steelers have to win. Otherwise, I think it's season over for them. And I think I'm going to roll with the Steelers to win the game. I'm saying this now. If the Steelers win this game, you can have the crown of prediction of the year. <laughs> this this will be better than me tipping Houston against Tennessee. This would be absolute scenes if this gets up. I thought we banned drinking from this show. How are we letting <laughs> this man on this? Jesus. And now, a, that I, now that I've said all this, put your house on the Steelers. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I've done too much. Let's move on to the Raiders and the Broncos. And Smithy, this is your sleeping tablet for the week, I think. Would that be a correct assumption? Goodness me, I could not be any less excited for this game if I tried to. Um, you could not pay me money to sit down and watch it. I don't care for this game. Uh, it will be interesting to see how Drew Locke goes. He's probably auditioning for a job next year, even as a backup. So um, can he sling the ball? Who knows? He, he threw four touchdowns against my Panthers last year. So um, he has got the ability to do it on against a really bad defense. But uh, yeah, I think I'm going to tip the Raiders just because they're at home. Why is it always the bad quarterbacks that have their career best days against your team? I've noticed it a couple of times with the Finns. You brought up Drew Locke there dominating against the Panthers. You, you barrack for one team out of the 32 teams that are in the league. They could do it against anyone, but the fact that it's always against your team, uh, TD, I'm not sure if you'd know much about it, given the fact that the Cowboys have been decent twice in the last five years and apparently all Cowboys fans forget the years in between. But bad oh, I haven't bad quarterback. I can tell you that. <laughs> bad quarterbacks are allowed to have good games, just not against us. Uh, I'm going the Raiders as well. I think Derek Carr. 
has been simply extraordinary this year, and he's fighting Jimmy G for most underrated quarterback this season. So that's who I'm going, TD. I think I'm going to go with the Broncos here. Uh, I just Their defense is really good, and in a game where obviously the Raiders' offense at the start of the year was on fire and it was one of the best offenses in the league, it's, it's kind of wore off a little bit. Um, obviously, they've had things happen and um, they've lost some players on that offense, but I, it's obviously you know not as good as it was, and I think this Broncos' defense, even on the road, can play good enough to get the win. Smithy, remember when we said we were doing too much agreeing? I think our man's gone the other way and he's doing it way too much. Yeah. It's, yeah. Th- there is an imbalance here that he's not making sense. <laughs> <laughs> Two right. bad teams are playing a game. I'm sorry I picked against you. You picked the Steelers. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys are playing the Island, and this is game of the week for me outside of obviously my team playing because someone is going to come into the review and be absolutely fuming. And Smithy, I'll give you the hint now, mate. It's probably going to be you because I think the Cowboys get this done pretty easily. TD, take it away, first of all. Yeah, well, um, I said last time these two teams played that I felt good about a Cowboys game you know, in the afternoon in Washington. And I have the same you know, feelings about these games. I've had fond memories of late afternoon games, Cowboys and Washington uh, in Dallas. So for that reason alone, I'm picking the Cowboys. Bang. I've got nothing else to say because you know, I really couldn't care about this game. I, I really, you know, I haven't watched the Cowboys game for a while um, live anyway, and I probably won't watch one again until the playoffs. It just, I'm over regular season football for this team. Obviously, the division is just about locked up. It, it, these games are meaningless, in my opinion, for the Cowboys. Um, but, you know, I'm waiting for the playoffs. It's the, he's just utterly dismissed the opposition. Smithy, I don't know whether I should be... I what, haven't dismissed what, the opposition. The yeah, Cowboys could lose this exactly game, and it doesn't mean done. anything. It doesn't that's, mean anything if they lose this game. Yeah, he doesn't think Washington should be the capital of the US anymore. He's just absolutely dismissed them out of hand. But, Smithy, I don't know whether I should be impressed that he's done this or jealous that I don't barrack for a team good enough to have that attitude. What do you think? Yeah, I've been there before, and it's <laughs> nice. It's really nice. When my Panthers were 15-0, and 0, I was just sitting back taking pot shots at every single franchise. Um, but now uh, I'm receiving all the pot shots. But um, I'm tipping Dallas, and the island could uproar, although there's no one on the island anymore, so it's, it's just, just me. You, yeah, and I'm going to be sitting out on the uh, on the canoe in the middle of the ocean away from the island for the day, um, just have some just rest and relaxation. You, That's it. Yeah, it's, it's a mental health day. Uh, it's been, it's day. been It's been a long season out on the island, and... Um, with no word on Washington's quarterbacks, if Garrett Gilbert starts again, uh, it could be a Garrett Gilbert revenge game uh, against Dallas. Oh, so, I'll tell you what, if he couldn't perform with Dallas uh, with the stars he had at offense last year, he's not going to fucking perform for Washington. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, well, this is just a blatant disregard for an entire franchise. Yeah, this but I am also tipping Dallas. Uh, they have way more talent. Dallas across the board, and let's end it with the Saints and the Dolphins. And oh boy, this is going to end a season for me, Smithy. You dab one more time. I'm going to reach through this screen and belt you. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. Never do that again. I am so excited as a Dolphins fan, and I'm also terrified as a Dolphins fan. And I'm actually going to do something that I think Smithy's going to be a fan of. I'm going to reverse psychology this and pick the Saints. Because yeah. if the if the Finn season ends 
I get the tip right. And if the Finn season is still alive, I get the tip wrong, but we're still in the hunt. So it's a win-win for Dazzling. I'm picking the Saints. And they shut out Tom Brady last week, and they'll probably give up 40 points in this one, knowing uh, what happens. TD, who wins this one? I have a real uh, – I have a lot of trouble picking a winner in this game because, as you said, they won last week against the Bucs, but they, they won against the Bucs you know, earlier in the year and they had an opportunity to kind of show that they, they weren't a bad team and had gone a bit of a run and they did the exact opposite. Um, they have, an, obviously, another chance to, to do that here, a second chance. And I've seen, I think, I don't know, I saw it on ESPN, but the Saints apparently have a 50% chance of making the playoffs, which is just absurd to me. I, I don't think they do play a team um, that's currently in the playoffs for the rest of the year. But, you know, as a team that's as inconsistent as that, to have to give them a 50% chance to make the playoffs when I, I think they're not even sitting in the playoffs right now. Uh, it's just crazy. I'm going to pick, uh, I'm going to pick the Dolphins because I just want to pick a team that I would rather win. And I would rather see the Dolphins win this game. Oh, that after all the shit I've given you, mate, you had no right to pick the Finns there. That shows that you're a better man than me, but oh, let's not open that door. Smithy, who wins this game? Dolphins. Um, oh, I really, I really, and buying into this Saints inconsistency narrative uh, that we've created, and I'm <laughs> running with it. Uh, as, as we all know, they shut out Tom Brady last week. They're going to give up 30 to Tua this week. I can just see it happening. Um, and Finns are on a roll, man. They really are. Six they're in a row. Some, they're playing some great football. Um, and the Saints, I can't trust them as far as I can throw them or as far as Taysom Hill can throw them, should I say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I like the Dolphins to get the job done. I'll tell you what we will tip, a Jalen Waddle penguin celebration. Oh, I'm, I'm willing to put some beers on the line for that because it's, it's the best thing in football and I will not be taking questions at this time. But it's genuinely outstanding. We've brought it to life. And by we, I, I mean me, but it's, it's a we on this show. So let's get into Locked and Loaded. TD. I actually went back and had a look. This is the second time since week three you've had pick one in the locks. So this is actually territory that I don't think you're all that comfortable with. No, I'm not. And, you know, skimming through the games today, I really had an issue picking one. Uh, but I, there, there was lots of options. I thought there was games where I go, oh, I, I could pick them. I, I feel like in them, but I couldn't trust those teams. I've gone with a team that I can trust, and that's the Rams. I'm going to pick the Rams to beat the Vikings. Yeah, that's fair, and that was the number one pick off my board, but sucked in, Dabs. That's what happens when you get pick three. Smithy? I'm going to lock up the Bengals against the Ravens. Uh, they're at home, and I mentioned during the preview of that game that I think the offense is going to have a good time against this Baltimore defense. So Raven, uh, Bengals for me. I like it, and I, again, with the psychology of sport, I'm going to back in the Cardinals. I'm going to lock them up, and I think they're going to show the league why they were being such a good team for 14 weeks, and it was just a blip on the radar last week. Smithy, let's get near certs, mate. Let's begin with game one. Who have you got? Game one, I am going to make a big mistake here, and <laughs> I'm going to go with Dazza's lock. Uh, the Cardinals at well, that's minus, one, minus one and a half. I like them to bounce back here. I really do. Um, I think that the Colts are going to hit their, this has got a bit too good to be true wall, and the Cardinals are going to win this game. So minus one and a half screams value. I think I like it, mate. Who's up next? 
Bengals minus three for all the reasons I've outlined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, it would it would be pretty shit if you didn't back your own lock. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. It would yeah. be a man that it doesn't have the faith in his own ability. Uh, pick three, please, mate. New York Jets plus one. It really disgusts me that I'm putting my faith into the New York Jets uh, in a football game. But if I think that if I'm tipping them to win the game and I feel pretty confident in it, plus one is decent value. Mate, it's fantastic value. Uh, game of lost count three. Now four, four now. Four. Yep. Sorry. Yep. I'm going to lock your lock, Jets. Yep. Rub salt into the TD Pittsburgh Steelers pick and pick the Chiefs at minus seven and a half. Oh, that's I a think loss. That- I think they're going to. Uh, I think they're going to rip the piss out of this game and prove to everyone that they aren't a team that you should sell halfway through the year. Twice. No, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> Twice. Yeah, one hundred percent. And let's get this uh, game home, mate. Who wins? Uh, game five. Sorry. Buffalo Bills plus two. Um, I think they're going to beat the Patriots this week. The Bills are probably featured in this segment more than any other team this year. Uh, I'm not afraid to admit that, but. I think they win this week. I'm I'm pretty confident. Bang! I like it. So, on a scale of one to ten, how confident are you to go five and zero, mate? Uh, look, it's hard to be confident in this season that has been because it seems like every time I feel good about something, it uh, fucks me over. So, yep. uh, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic and say eleven out of ten competent confidence. <laughs> I like that, mate. You've got the three-game lead over Colin with three weeks to go, so we're backing our man in. And I know Smithy's going to sign us off with his signature style, but I just want to wish the two of you a very Merry Christmas, fellas. We've only got a couple of days at time of recording before we enjoy the uh, end-of-year festivities and the holidays, so I just want to wish you both the best. And uh, fingers crossed you have a, a good time, and when we come back to record, we'll be better for it. So, Smithy, you can sign us off, mate, and we'll go from there. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, The next time we speak to you guys, Christmas will have come and gone. So a massive Merry Christmas and a safe Merry Christmas to everyone, all the fans, to you two boys. Uh, It's been a big year for us. So um, have a great Christmas. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the football in week 16. But most importantly, stay safe, everyone.